Hey you guys, what's up? It's your girl Terry, and I am back with another audio. And um This is going to be one of them audios. So yeah, of course, welcome to the family. If you guys decide to be a part of family, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you've been here before and you just love the vibe, welcome back. Um Of course, we're still, we're about to be in week five of solitude, but I'm going to be honest with y'all. Like, I broke my solitude, right? I'm about to confess some things. I broke my my solitude. So, it's technically about to be week one all over again for me. But, I definitely broke my solitude. And as you can see how I feel, how that went... And I'm not going to blame it on nobody else because this was 100% my fault. Like, for real, for real. How I acted, how I overreacted, how I allowed my emotions to build up without communicating. Every time I felt what I felt, I should have communicated it instead of allowing it to build. And that's where my error comes in at because I can say this. Even though you're in solitude... If there is some emotions that comes up, if you come to an awareness of something, my number one thing for you is to express it. If it's not to that person, express it into something, okay? Whatever it is that you're doing. I know I usually have my podcast, but apparently I should have been doing something that made me feel like it was more of a release so that if I did go around other people, the feelings that I felt, the, the feelings that had resurfaced while I was in solitude... I would have been able to express them in a more healthy manner versus just exploding, you know? And so I really failed when it came to that. And this is not an audio to like beat myself down about it, but this is just an audio to bring awareness to, even though you're in a self-care journey and you're healing and you're, you know, separating yourself from traumatic experiences, do not allow your emotions to build, okay? express them so that's the reason why i say allow it to come to the surface so that it can overflow if you need to cry cry if you need to call somebody and tell them hey this hurt me when this situation went down do whatever makes you feel healed if you need to write it down and put it on a piece of paper and express it on that paper whatever you have to do put it in a song whatever you got to do to get that out of you get it out of you but if you allow it to build up that moment you go back into society and you feel healed if anyone triggers you you will explode that is what i experienced i experienced in the solitude experience i experiment i saw i saw that Yes, I was healing. Yes, I was becoming aware of my feelings. Yes, I was becoming aware of what affects me. But what I didn't do was I didn't deal with the trauma at that point. I just took note of it. Oh, like, okay, that's a trigger for me. Okay, that's a problem for me. Okay, that offended me. Okay, that's sticking with me. Okay, this hurts me. This hurts me. This person did this to me. Oh, okay, this is what they're doing. This, 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 this. And instead of taking that situation and basically you know applying it to um i mean not applying it but instead of taking all of that information and like confronting it 
I allowed it to build up and I just put it on the back burner and said, you know what, I'm healing. I don't need closure. I'm just going to walk on without this situation. You know, F everybody else. Who cares? You know, they're going to do what they do. And I try to be more understanding. But even if you're a very understanding person, not expressing yourself does not mean you're not understanding. You could be very understanding, but if you express your perspective, then it'll allow you not only to be understanding and see the opposite, you know, the um, opposition of like everybody else's opinions or be able to step us outside the box and view the whole situation as a whole. It'll allow you to do that. But if you also express your own feelings, it'll allow people to see things from your perspective as well so that you guys come to a common ground. But see, I just went straight into solitude closed myself off from everyone else dealt with my emotions on my own and felt like I didn't need closure I could just move on and just x everyone out of my life and just go on about my happy jolly life that is exactly how I did it you guys and I'm gonna say now from experience don't do that whatever you feel express it if you hold it back then you're, you're going to always go to war with yourself. Because the moment I got in the presence with the person who I felt. Hold on, y'all. Somebody at my door. that you guys let me see if my audio is still going i know that was better i know that was good i'm sorry but uh yeah so i had to go um give my sister the baby bag for my kids because they're gonna watch them for the night for me just so i could have a night to myself because i've just been overwhelmed with emotions lately and so i just was like you know and not only that i'm gonna be honest with you guys i'm a full-time mom so on top of that i'm a full-time mom on top of that i work from home on top of that i'm handling all of these bills by myself 
on top of that i'm planning for my future on top of that i'm handling my my podcast on top of that i'm handling my youtube on top of that i'm trying to find out figure out my goals dreams that's on top of that i'm trying to build generational wealth like i'm just i'm going head forth diving in because at the same time the reason why i'm getting on this solitude journey is to heal so that i don't repeat generational cycles and i don't pass these things on to my kids so it just it's just it's traumatizing the reason why it's a, it's a hard process for me is because when you see everybody else being okay with this this trauma it bothers me it really gets to me and it makes me mad because i can't put that blame on everybody else because that's their life that's their business why am i so affected by the the um why am i so affected by the actions of others that's what makes me mad what makes me mad is that i feel like i can save the entire world when i need to be more focused on trying to save myself you know what i'm saying I have so many bright creative ideas that while working on me, somebody has something going on and I'll stop everything I got going on to help this person. Then I go back here to focus on what I got going on. And if I start falling short, I try to go back to that person. You think they're going to help me? That's what bothers me. I'm always putting myself in the back and then I say, well, you know, um, I'll help them. I'll help this. I'll do that. And then I'll, and then I'll figure myself out because I, I got the answers. I know what I'm supposed to be doing, but since they're lost, since they're not willing to do the work here, I'll go over there and I'll help do that. I'll do it for them. Let me do it for them. They not going to do it, but let me stop what I'm doing to go do it for them. And then come back over here and finish my project. And see, I'm always sitting here in a place where my, my, my cup is half filled. And I'm pouring it out to give it to everybody else. And then I'm coming back to an empty glass. And I got to refill it and it only gets halfway. Because I'm always stopping halfway. I'm not mad at nobody. I'm mad at me. Because this is a constant issue for me. Constantly repeating the same situation. I get it. I know who God blessed me to be. But at the same time, this heart of mine is the same reason why my cup is always half full. I'm not saying that I'm not grateful for what I do have because let's be honest. God has gave me an overly blessed life. I have, I have always been blessed in the most humblest way but what i'm saying is when it comes to fulfillment when it comes to purpose when it comes to security when it comes to contentment when it comes to unlimited happiness what i'm trying to say is i always get to a place of stability i always get to a place of happiness i always get to a place of security and as soon as i get almost there it's like I go backwards. It's like as soon as I get almost there, I go and I say, well, I got this far. And I go and I and I put that 
that all of that that I built and I just give it away. What the hell? What is I give it away literally I give it away. I put work and so much work into myself and my my goals and my aspirations. You call it selfish whatever, but at this point I don't care. I put so much time, so much energy, so much ambition, so much dedication into a situation and I be happy, I be content and I'm like, "Oh my goodness. Look how far I've came." And then it just crashes and burns really fast. And I'd be confused, like, what the hell happened? But I'd be remembering all of that. Like, it's like while I'm building, someone comes in, here's a take a block. I'm building, and I'm like, oh, oh, you're missing a block. Here you go. I'm, and then I'm like, okay, I'll just replace it later. And I never get to get back to that because I'm still building, right? So I'm building, building, building. Somebody else come, hey, you got a block I can use? Yeah, here you go. Have a great day. And I'm like, I'll fix it. And I never get back to that block. And so all of a sudden, by the time I get to the top or what I think is the top, this whole illusion, because it's an illusion, I get to the top and I'm like, oh my goodness, I finally got to the top. This is great. How great is this? And then I look down and I realize that my foundation has a whole bunch of holes in it. And all it takes is a, a nice big wave to knock it down. Seriously. And it's and every time I get to that rock bottom, I cannot go back to the people I've gave all these bricks to. And it's not the, and I, and I and I'm in that spirit where I know that we're not supposed to expect because when I come from a place of intention, that's, that's my problem. I feel like I know that it's a blessing to have a big heart. It's a blessing to care, but I have intentions to help people. I have intentions to love people. I have intentions to be there for people. Those are my intentions. And when I do for people, if I say, if somebody say, Hey, let me borrow some money. I give them money and I, and I forget, I literally forget about it. That's how much I do not care about the the money that's how much i don't care about it. it it's not about material it's not about what you can do for me it's a, it's just it's always about what i can do for you i'm always trying to fix things but i always give myself the end of the stick man like seriously i be love real life putting my whole entire life on the back burner for people and then I sit here and I say, they will never do that for me. But the real truth is that I'm not expecting them to. Because I know who gives me my source. I'm just mad at myself that I get so comfortable in this position that when God tells me, hey, you've done enough, you've helped enough, you've reached out enough, you've helped as many people as you can. At this time, I need you to help yourself get yourself into a better position 
okay you've gotten i've I'm, I'm going to secure everything that you need but i need you to do the work on yourself right now i need you to focus on self right now you've given it to everyone you've given to everyone you've helped everyone you've done all you can do for everyone at this point i need you to do for you and i can't even do that can't even do that and you know why because I don't know how I don't even know how I am so used to and I'm about to get deep here and I'm about to say some stuff because this is my podcast so whatever I get I'm so used to giving myself away that I've done things in my lifetime that I never even wanted to do all because I felt bad for not helping even if I knew a person was lying manipulating abusing their power I still gave because in my heart, I felt like it was wrong not to. Even though I knew I was getting used, even though I knew that people's intentions was to just run or walk all over me like a doormat because I left the door open. I knew these things. And out of being alone and not wanting to be by myself, you know, at the same time, hell, I was using them too. Because I didn't want to be alone. So I'm like, I'm going to use you for your time and you're going to use me for my, my abundance. So I guess you're a reflection of me, right? Right. Because, I mean, we honestly, we all going to use each other. So, if I just don't know, I don't know how to. And it's crazy because if you don't, if you don't work on yourself, if you don't heal, you're going to manifest people in that same position. So if you're looking for someone to come to you whole, you need to be whole, bro. And of course, I was reading something and it said, uh, it's, it's a lot of work always trying to work on yourself. So you got to learn self-acceptance, self-worth, accept yourself for who you are, flaws and all, because that's where the true healing is. Once you come to peace with who you are, your ways, your mistakes, your issues, once you figure, once you see it for what it is and you just accept it, you can truly heal. But you have to accept it. I have a big heart. I want to help people. I love people. I give entirely too fucking much. I try to pay for love. I try to pay for love. Because I want it that bad. 
That's who I am. I've given myself away, my body, to people I knew did not love me. But I never accepted me. So, in all reality, do I really know who I am? Because if I did all of this for them, then I'm not living for me. I was living for them. So do I really know who I am? Do I really know? Or do I know what I've been surviving? This is my survival. I'm not living yet. If I was living yet, I'd be, I'd be, I have clarity. I have so many questions. The, 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 the person that I am, I've built this entire existence off of survival. Growing up as a, as a child, my mama was in and out of my life. You know, at some parts of time, she was there for a long period of time. Then the next she was gone. And so we had a very rocky child. Like I had a very rocky when I was a kid, a, a little baby, you know, not, not a little baby, like a, you know, preteen down. Our relationship was cool. You know, she was in my life, you know, it was still back and forth, but she was still in my life. We had a good connection. When I became a teenager, though, we had a really bad like it was horrible. Okay relationship and it was rocky as ever and I was in and out of places but at the same time because of my abandonment issues I didn't know really how to love people so what I did because I wanted love so bad I just started giving myself to people for that reason and so when I started when I started realizing that it was giving people temporary satisfaction like if I knew that okay if I give this person some money you know, we have the best time ever. Like, I'd be like, oh my goodness, this was so fun. We go out, we have girl nights, we have fun times, you know. And then um, once the money is gone or I don't have anything else to give them and I just be like, hey, how are you? What you doing? And I hood them up and I, and I talk to them, you know, then they don't want to be bothered with me. You know, they don't answer. They don't speak to me, you know, same things with males. If I end up having intercourse and I withhold my sex from them because I'm like okay you know is this going anywhere and then once I tell them hey you know I'm just gonna wait it off because I don't know where what are we doing then all of a sudden they don't want to hit me up they don't want to talk to me and then I'm like okay well I should just give them my body again maybe they'll talk to me and then I give them my body and all of a sudden now they're all over me like it's crazy man same thing with friends oh we, we we cool we kicking we having a great time the money leave and then look at me scraping to get some more money so we could go out and have fun and 
then we're out we're having fun again and then it wants the money you know I grew up on this survival so when I really think about it everybody that I've dealt with in my lifetime was paid I funded the relationship when I really entirely think about it this is not me being one-sided because like I said for me to have for them to have used me I've had to have used them maybe I use them for validation maybe I use them for sex maybe I use them for money maybe I use them for whatever it is that I feel that they use me for but when I really think about it, all of these relationships that I've had was funded, was paid. These are like paid actors, man. They're paid actors. Because if I don't have money, if I don't have a car, if I don't have sex with them, they're not here. So if I'm not getting paid for my services, right? I'm gone, right? Right. Right. And it hurts to realize that. It does. It does hurt to realize that. I had a dream one time where I was in this hospital and everybody was mannequins. Ain't that something? Everybody was mannequins. Hmm. It's like, sometimes I'll be wondering like, was I adopted? <laughs> because I'm paying my family to be my family. Like that's, that's how I feel. That's how I feel because if a person asks me, hey, can you, you know, watch your family member for a few hours while I go handle some business, I'd be like, okay, cool. But if I say, hey, can you watch your family member for a couple hours while I go handle some business, are oh, you going to pay me some money? You going to pay me some money? Uh, you ain't going to pay me no money. I can't do it right now. Like, what? What? I'm not saying we should use our people or nothing like that. But I'm saying. Because let's be honest, you know, you still got to pay, you know, nothing in life is free. This is not to say, oh, we should be able to just get it for free. Because if, if my cousin was selling some stuff for her business, I'm not going to ask her for it for free. That's not what I'm saying. Matter of fact, I shouldn't even explain that because that y'all know that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is Is anything ever This this is probably just like I said, everybody has different lives. But the fact that I've built my entire life on this defense mechanism, like, it's not a defense, but it's the survival mode. 
it's like I've never really knew how to live a life without having to pay people to be a part of my life. And I'm be honest, and this is this is probably a harsh word, but I feel like I'm prostituting myself for people to be in my life. I'm tricking for one. I'm tricking for family and friends, and I'm prostituting for male f- affection, right? If a man can't be in my life unless I'm having sex with him, that's a problem to me. That's a problem. I don't care if I got two kids. If I'm a woman and I'm 25 years old and I've had sex before. If the only reason why our relationship is stable is if I'm having sex with you. That's prostitution if you ask me. Because that's funding. The only thing fueling this relationship is if I give you something. Sex is value. Sex is sacred. It costs more than money could buy. So I'm supposed to give you my body, give you my sex. So you can stay with me. What? Sex is not even supposed to be used in that manner. Sex is to create. The hell? Life. Let me make that clear. Create life. I'm just waiting for somebody to say create. Yeah, create a relationship. Fool. Create life. I just be thinking like I don't think I ever really loved anybody because how could I I paid them to be in my life so I've been pretending because if I could walk away from you with the snap of a finger did I ever really love you honestly because everybody that's in my life today, except for my kids, the reason why I know my kids, and I'm not just singing them out because I'm like, oh, I don't want to love your bad parent. But no, for real, if, if my kids was out of my life longer than a day, I can't, I can't handle that. It ain't even got nothing to do with time. Just the thought of losing a kid frightens me. Just the thought of my kids not being in my life anymore or me or my kids losing me, it it frightens me. It literally will create fear in me. So I know the love for my kids is real. But that love that I have for my kids, I don't have that for nobody else that I know. So when I think about it, I be like... Do I really love these people? And I'm sorry for anybody who know me that's watching this, but I'm speaking my truth. This is my podcast. This, this is my unspoken truth that I can't talk to people about. So I'm speaking it on the podcast. So it's authentic. 
but that fear that I have for losing my kids. I don't have that for nobody else. Never. I've never had that for nobody else. So I've never ever really been in love. I've never really loved any of these people. I paid these people to be in my life. I pay for these friendships. I pay for these family members. I pay for these partners to be in my life. If, if, if our relationships were solely built around money, when the money was gone, they left. You know why? Because I paid them. If a person gets, if a person is working for free, you ain't think, you don't think they're going to quit. I, I don't know about y'all, but I ain't getting, I ain't working for free. When I clock in, I get paid. So if the money is gone, if they leave, then that should let you know why they left. Because there's no more funds. If you're going through a crisis, and y'all, I hear that on Facebook all the time. Oh, we're going through crisis, and I went through a crisis, nobody there. When I'm going through stuff, nobody there. Because you're paying people to be in your life, sis. Bro. That's why when you get up. Our problem is, what happens is, when you get up, you go back to the same people that left you when you didn't have nothing. Why? Because your, your survival tactic is to pay people to be with you. To pay people to be around you. It's validation. You need validation from the same people who are being paid actors to validate you. are being paid actors to support you. But as soon as the funds runs out and you can't pay them for their support, they are gone. For real. They ain't going to be nowhere to be found. I see why God gave me my kids, man. Because he needed me to see. This is all coming to me right now as I'm doing this podcast. I'm having a, a, um, a aha moment. A, 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 an awakening. I'm going through an awakening right as I'm doing this podcast. It's crazy. I see why God gave me my kids because I could not use, I could not point out an example and nobody that I knew. I could not point out an example and nobody of what love is supposed to be, what love is to look like. When I look at my sons, that's the, that's the only unconditional love that I've ever had in my life. I strive every day to take care of them kids and to give them real love so that they don't go like me and the other people in this world so they don't go on paying for love. They gonna know what it look like and they ain't gonna have to give up every piece of them to find it. They're not going to settle 
to find it, they're not going to be lost. They're going to see exactly what it is. And it's going to come to them. I love them kids. I do. They deserve love. And I appreciate God for giving them to me because he showed me what love is. That's why I would never give up on my kids no matter how hard it get. Because they love me for real. And I, 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 I go and I look for it in everybody else. But God is trying to tell me that it's right here. So even if I don't find a husband that is. And I'm not losing hope. But I'm saying even if I don't find a husband that is unconditionally wholeheartedly in love with me i look back and i see my boys they love me for real they love me for real when i look at my family even if i don't never get that unconditional love from them i created in my own family over here they love me so it's like no my kids ain't my husband but they my family and they gonna love me for, for regardless of who I am or what I've done. So that's why it's important to love yourself and have self-acceptance. Because even though you don't accept you, they do. They do. And they don't care how much money you give them. They live in a, a freaking box and still love you. I'm not supporting them, but I'm saying. Kids are unconditional. And even if you don't have kids, even if you don't have kids, love yourself, man. Love yourself. If you're looking for love on the outside and you do have kids, look to them kids. And if you don't have kids, you're going to have to go from within love. And whatever good support, good, whatever brings you love in your life, then you know that it's from a sincere place. Hold on to it, man. Because there's a lot of people out here paying for love. I'm sorry I had to go there with y'all today, but I just wanted my, my audio to be authentic. So I love you guys so much. And I appreciate those who tuned into this audio. I love you guys so much. You guys be blessed. Y'all take care. Peace.